Welcome back to Afterglow. Uh, this is going to be another bonus episode this week. I'm going to talk a bit about music and gaming and um, why I think it's important. So if you listen to the show, I'm sure you realize I do play uh, pretty long chunks of music from each game that I uh, go over. And a lot of the reason for that is I feel like music is an integral part of the game and it really gets you kind of like pumped up and in the mode and uh, it can set the mood so well that normally you wouldn't get if that wasn't there, if you were just dealing with sound effects. Like, you know, early arcade games and the original Atari didn't have a whole lot of music to work with, but um, as, you know, technology moved forward, it was really cool to see the music evolve along with it. And I'm also a bit of a musician myself. I'm a drummer, so, like, it's always something that I'm kind of listening for to see what they're doing, if there's any cool stuff going on and whatnot. But uh, that's pretty well the big reason why whenever I do my episodes, I'll try to cram in, you know, like four or five minutes worth of uh, music from the game. I'll pick a couple tracks, ones that really stand out to me, and I'll go through and uh, share them with y'all because it puts me in the mindset of the game. I'm hoping it does the same thing for you guys whenever you're listening. So that's the entire reasoning behind... uh, why I put so much music in the show. Um, I just feel it's like such an important part. So in this episode, I'm going to be going over a lot of the early consoles, and I'm going to be listing off the games that are my personal favorites as far as the soundtrack goes per console. Now, a uh, big caveat here. I'm not saying oh, this is the you know the best soundtrack per console. Like, this is only my personal favorite. Now, there might be other games out there that have a far superior soundtrack. There might be games out there that you feel like are significantly better. I might even rattle off some that you strongly dislike. So I feel like it's really, really important for me to say this is my personal favorites for these consoles. And I'm probably going to stop... Probably around the uh, PlayStation 1 and 64, because at that point with the PlayStation 1, they could get like an actual group of musicians to go in there and record, rather than trying to use uh, chiptunes. And uh, that really opened up a ton musically, like the entire world was open. But I have so much respect for those guys that took what those sound chips could do and just squeeze out whatever they could out of them over time. It was really an art that you don't really see today because the art changed. The art went from working within those limitations to working with no limits when it came to music. And uh, again, the pros outweigh the cons for sure. But again, so much respect to those early game devs who... You know, had to work, you know, within that wall and cram out some amazing tunes. With that said, we're going to get started with my favorite tunes 
starting all the way back with the Atari 2600, which the game I'm getting ready to uh, rattle off here, I feel is legendary because, again, on the 2600, you did not see, like, a lot of in-game music. Most of what you saw was just either um, only sound effects or more of an atmospheric thing going on, like Space Invaders, the whole do-do-do-do-do-do, just kind of, like, droning on. But uh, then someone did come out with a game that had actually a really, really good tune to it, and we're going to discuss that now. Pitfall 2 for the Atari 2600 was the first game I remember that actually had that backing soundtrack whenever you play. And I felt like it was revolutionary. It had a very adventurous tone to it that really fit with the gameplay. And um, again, it was kind of mind-blowing in a way because before this game, all I remember for the most part were sound effects. And then Pitfall 2 came out and it really blew me away. With just the fact that, you know, suddenly I've got this backing tune going on whenever I'm playing. And it kind of closed the gap for me between movies that had these awesome soundtracks with them and video games, which at the time didn't have soundtracks. And all of a sudden, hey, now we do. And uh, I really feel like it revolutionized gaming and took it that next step to bring it one step closer to where we are today with it as an entertainment medium. So that being said, my next system after the Atari 2600 was the NES. And there's tons of awesome chiptune music on the NES, but one game that I played really early on still stands out today for having my favorite soundtrack, which is... Mega Man 3. Uh, it was one of the first NES games I played, but honestly, it's also still got that soundtrack that sticks with me to this very day. Uh, from the intro that just has that ramp up to it. And yes, Mega Man 2 had that ramp up with music as well, which Mega Man 2 also had the intro story, but I really prefer the starting audio for Mega Man 3. And just everything fits so well from the stage music, the Wily Fortresses, 
um, Proto Man's theme, the ending theme at the end of it, where it actually goes through the Robot Masters from the original game, and then all of a sudden, the big reveal of who Proto Man is. It, it's a beautiful soundtrack, and it's amazing what they pulled off with the NES hardware. Absolutely fantastic. But after the NES, I had a Genesis. And again, it was another early game that stuck with me on the Genesis soundtrack. And that game is... Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Now, this game's audio was so clean to me whenever I first listened to it. Like, everything just felt so clean and crisp. Like, the, the jump sounded perfect. The sound whenever you get ring sounded perfect. But then you add in that awesome soundtrack, starting with the first zone. Um, the Metropolis Zone area music I really, really love. Um... The music that I just played that has Sonic uh, being flown in on Tails' airplane is really calming in a way. And to, to me, it competes with the underwater music from Donkey Kong Country, which everyone always loves to this day. But to me, that music kind of has the same vibe as the uh, airplane scene from Sonic 2. But like the music in this game was just absolutely perfect. Like, I enjoyed the music so much. The uh, Death Egg Zone, which really you only normally get to listen to a small snippet of the music from that stage because you go to the bosses really, really quickly and then hear the boss music. I would actually let Sonic stand there for a couple minutes just so I could listen to that entire track. And then the ending track for Sonic 2 is an absolutely beautiful track as well. But uh, that game was an absolute blast. But we're going to move on. Afterwards, I got a Super Nintendo. And again, tons of music I love on the Super Nintendo. Uh, confession time, I prefer the Super Nintendo audio chip over the Sega Genesis one. Uh, the Genesis one, outside of a few games, has this, like, staticky sounds to it that I didn't really care much for. Although a lot of people do. And... Sonic 2 is one of the few games for the system that didn't have that staticky sound to it, in my opinion. So, and there's uh, tons of games for the Super Nintendo that could compete for best soundtrack. Mega Man X is easily one of my favorites. Uh, Chrono Trigger has one of the best soundtracks out there as well. But, for me, even though Chrono Trigger is probably my favorite game for Super Nintendo, if we're talking favorite soundtrack, it actually has to go to...
Final Fantasy 3, or um, as it's called now, Final Fantasy 6. Now, we finally got the numbers fixed, but uh, wow, what a soundtrack. It was actually very, very hard for me to uh, not play that entire track. Uh, Dancing Mad is an amazing composition, and the fact that someone pulled it off using a Super Nintendo is crazy. Uh, it is an incredible track, and... Uh, it's just the cherry on the cake, for the most part. Cherry on the cake, cherry on the shake. You know what I'm trying to say. Final Fantasy VI had so many iconic tunes, from the battle music, the March the Narsh at the very beginning, that scene whenever uh, the world gets ripped asunder and uh, you start out in the world of ruin. There's so many iconic music tracks in this game and then they close that final epic boss fight with dancing mad it's like a four-step suite are you kidding me <laughs> and that was absolutely amazing and then the ending credits of the game again that was another soundtrack i was tempted to play in the spot of dancing mad for uh, my music choice whenever i picked this game but that ending track is just amazing as well but if you're going to choose one, you got to go with Dancing Mad. But Final Fantasy VI had such a great soundtrack. I absolutely adore it. So after that, I went uh, PlayStation for a bit with PlayStation 1. And PlayStation 1 definitely had an advantage where you could finally get like real audio instead of using chiptunes. Although I think the uh, PlayStation had like a sound processor too. Uh, that being said, I know a lot of games just used regular recorded audio because they had the CDs and the space to do it, and what an advantage. But uh, my favorite soundtrack actually came later, because this game I didn't play. Whenever I originally had my PlayStation, I actually had to go back and play it. Um, and I believe this was around the time the 360 and the Wii was out. I finally went back and played this game for PlayStation and absolutely adored it, including the soundtrack. And that game is... Mega Man X5. Now, Capcom can make some banger music. Like, uh, again, they are always in competition for, like, some of the best soundtracks out there. And again, X5, I didn't play whenever I had my original PlayStation. If I had to choose something else, I would have probably gone with Metal Gear Solid. But, um, wow, whenever I went back and finally played the X games I had missed out on, because I never got the chance to play the uh, X games on PlayStation until later on whenever I started uh, collecting. And uh, I know X5 is a divisive game, but 
one, I really enjoy it, and two, they knocked the soundtrack out of the park completely. It is an amazing soundtrack, and the stuff with Zero, with his theme in there, is just absolute perfection. Like, if X5 would have been the end of the series like they originally were uh, planning and considering it to be, it would have been the perfect closer, and the audio in that game really shows it. But I'm going to have to end this with the N64, which I never owned as a kid, but I dated someone who did own one. So my game selection on this is fairly limited. I'd only played a few games for it. It's a system I never really got into real deep. That being said, there were a few games I absolutely adore on that thing. So for my personal pick, for my favorite soundtrack on it, I've got to go with... Star Fox 64. Now, I know this is probably going to be a controversial choice, but hey, these are my favorites, right? So, Star Fox 64 is easily, like, in my top five N64 games. I love the whole space opera thing that it does, and the music matches it to a T. Like, you get, like, a Star Wars vibe to it when you play. They just absolutely nail it. Uh, just from uh, that first stage where we're going into a Canaria that is just completely getting destroyed from Andros's forces to the scene where you're trying to protect the base from the uh, Star Wolf squadron. And it's really cool to get that opposing squadron coming after you and the music just nails it, which is the track that I played. To uh, Invading Venom, it's such a good soundtrack. If you're into sci-fi space stuff, it nails it so good. And the N64 pretty well closes out the era of chiptune music for the most part outside of handhelds. Which I should maybe eventually do one of these for handhelds too, to be honest. Not right now, but eventually I should probably do one for handhelds. But for consoles, this pretty well closes it out. But there's one more I want to talk about. It's funny I put it at the end because it's actually at the midway point. But I never had Sega CD as a kid. I only got a Sega CD whenever I started collecting, so the Sega CD is at the tail end of this because of that. So my favorite soundtrack for the Sega CD is...
Terminator, which um, kind of has like some decent gameplay to it. I wouldn't call it one of my favorite games, but it's not a bad game by any means either. Kind of has some Contra vibes to it, but uh, maybe not quite so much run and gun. You do have to play defense a little bit. But what a soundtrack. Like It's got some killer guitars, some like hard-hitting drums. Um... Just like if you were to make an 80s hair metal band record a soundtrack for a game, this is probably what you would come up with. A little bit of controversy there because the track is credited to Tommy Tallarico, which uh, had some drama with the whole Amico thing. But even though Tommy Tallarico was credited the track, uh, the community at large is fairly sure that the person who actually recorded it is uh, Joey Cura. So, kind of a controversial thing there. I don't know. Whoever did the music, though, fantastic job. It was absolutely amazing. But with that, we're going to close out this episode. Those, though, are going to be my favorite soundtracks per console. Hope you enjoyed the listen. Um, We're going to do some closing credits real quick, just some general information. First of all, the show's growing every day. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to my gaming ramblings. Uh, we are slowly growing. Uh, if you check the show notes, we've got a Discord if you want to come in and have a chat. I check it about once a day. Uh, we don't have a lot of people in there yet. I would love to build a small community in there. Hopefully, you're willing to come in and join up. If you want to donate to the show, there is a Patreon. It's a buck a month. If you donate, I'll give you a shout-out at the end of the episode. And I would also like you guys to check out some of the friends of the show. Uh, There's Retro Gaming Roundup. It is an extremely long-running podcast full of awesome info, top tens, gaming interviews. There is also Secret Levels. Um, an amazing retro gaming podcast where they kind of go do this thing I do where they go over one game per episode. They're a lot more funnier than I am, though, so be sure to give them a listen. Uh, we do have the intro music by Evan King. I hope you enjoy that. And we're getting some new artwork from Toby Von Doom from Secret Levels. Uh, That will be coming up very soon. It's still kind of a work in progress, but um, from what I've seen so far, it looks amazing. But that'll close it out for this bonus episode of Afterglow. 
Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week for more memories of another game.